Another shooting in Minneapolis that spurs violence. This time, it looks like the police were at fault. Sort of. Really bad policing in Virginia also caught on tape, but I'm pretty sure the blame on this one could be spread around. And because nobody died, they didn't make a big stink out of it. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, wow, we've got a hell of a story in uh, happening over in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, which is about 10 miles from Minneapolis, where uh, Derek Chauvin and George Floyd had their little issue. And, well, we don't want to call it a little issue. Let's be very exact with our words. Where uh, George Floyd was killed by suspected um, uh, police office, former police officer Derek Chauvin. Okay, so here, here's the story so far that we have. The suspect is a 20-year-old named Dante Wright. Now, Dante Wright had uh, warrants for him. He had an open warrant on an aggravated burglary charge. Uh, we have the entire story of the burglary. It's pretty terrible. It's not great, but he ha- he had a he he did have a warrant for his arrest, and it was a legitimate arrest. Now you're hearing a lot about um, he was pulled over. He's pulled over because he's driving a car without tags, and it ended up he had an open warrant. He had to be arrested. There was no question. So everything's fine there. Uh, while the police were cuffing him, he got out of his cuffs and he decided to jump right back into his car and drive away. He was struggling with a male police officer, and it's actually the partner of the officer that shot uh, that shot him. Uh, the officer was black. The uh, the female officer, white female officer, pulled her weapon, thinking it was her taser. She yelled taser three times per protocol. So her partner would back away. He backed away and she fired. Unfortunately, it turned out not to be the taser. It turned out to be her gun. Wright pulled away in his car, shot in the chest. The female officer, and you're going to hear this. I'm just going to give you the little, the little clip. It's kind of hard to hear, so we're not going to, I'm not going to play the entire clip. Go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. I've got a link. I've got the actual video. Uh, link there so you can go in and watch the video the whole video it's about a 10 minute video the female officer uh, cussed and said I shot him and the officers looked at her she said she said it again I shot him and dropped her weapon Wright crashed a couple of blocks later away and died at the scene Uh, now we know the female officer is named Kimberly Potter she's 48 She's been on the police force for 26 years. Uh, not a lot of information has been made about her, her history as a police officer. And she resigned today. Uh, she resigned yesterday. So she's no longer a cop. Of course, she's probably, her legal issues probably are just starting. But first, just listen to what happened. You can actually hear the struggle, and you can hear what happened, and you can hear her response. (laughs) 
Now, I have a couple of things with this. Um, we do want to make sure everyone's understanding of something that, you know, they're still doing an investigation. It seems like it's pretty clear cut. She admitted that she thought she had her taser in her hand and she shot him. Um, but two things can be right at once. First off, Wright is a felon, or Wright not quite a felon yet. He needs to be con needed to be convicted, but... He did resist. Um, he did have a warrant. And if he had not s tried to run, none of this would have ever happened. Um, did he deserve to die? Absolutely not. That's the first thing that could be true, is that if he didn't resist, this would not have happened. The second thing, the police officers obviously made a mistake and... I don't like to say incompetent because she's been on the police force for 26 years. She must have been doing something right. But this is your, um, you cannot make mistakes like this. This is a mistake that just cannot happen. You cannot pull the wrong weapon. I even was questioning, how do you pull the wrong weapon? I mean, I, I understand a lot of people are pointing out that the tasers are yellow. Well, that's not necessarily true. Some tasers are black. So it, it, it is possible. And it's also possible she was actually watching the suspect and she wasn't really paying attention to her weapon. But still, that can't happen. Um, she resigned, but, but after the uh, investigation... She was probably going to be fired, and more than likely, she's going to have manslaughter charges before uh, brought before her, and she's probably going to go spend some time in jail. And honestly, she should. So there's no question this was this was terrible. This was a very terrible shooting. This kid did not deserve what he got. I don't care what he did in the past. Uh, shouldn't have resisted. Always remember, keep your hands on your steering wheel. Do exactly what the cops want. They're not convicting you when they arrest you. That's what the court process is for. But, uh, and you'll be fine. No buts. You'll be fine. Another thing is this is not an example of systemic racism. Because this that's exactly what's coming up. And we'll talk about the politicians and the media in a second. This was a white woman on the police force, 26 years. She had a black uh, partner. They all seemed absolutely shocked when the shooting took place. This was this looked like an accident, and if you watch the video, it looks like an accident. It looks like an accident. Uh, but the politicians, of course, they waste no time pushing the narrative. Uh, Minnesota governor, literally minutes after this this shooting took place. A guy named Tim Walsh tweeted, I am closely monitoring the situation in Brooklyn Center. Gwen and I are praying for Dante Wright's family as our state mourns another black law man taken, uh, life, uh, mourns another life of a black man taken by law enforcement. That son of a bitch didn't even know what was going on at the time. They had no idea what was actually happening. And to push the narrative, I don't understand how the left, how people, normal people, not the left, don't understand that you folks are using 
black the deaths of black people and most of them criminals there's no question about it even this guy is criminal doing bad things with the police you're using those incidents to push your narrative and all it's doing is a it's scaring people b it's demonizing people who are actually trying to help other people and c it's creating this it's creating this i i, I want to say feeling from blacks that they can now more or less get away with things because the police are always backing off if your governor doesn't support the police department and as we're going to see in a few minutes the mayor doesn't support the police department the police department was just going to stop doing their jobs that's called the ferguson effect they're going to get rioted they're going to get crapped on they're going to get stuff thrown at them they're going to be demonized why would anyone anyone want to be a cop right now there doesn't seem to be any reason for it so another character uh the mayor of brooklyn center named mike elliott called for the police officer to be fired monday he said quote my position is that we cannot afford to make mistakes that lead to the loss of life of other people in our profession i do not fully support releasing the office i do fully support releasing the officer from her duties Okay, but, you know, a mayor who, a leader, actually will say the right thing. The right thing will be, we're, gonna, we're going to investigate this. And if what we know is true, or, or if it turns out that this gal killed this guy because she hates black people, or it was an accident, or whatever, um, then uh, she'll be fired. But again, we can't, we've got to stop ignoring due process because that's essentially what he's doing. We don't call for a firing of someone before we even have a uh, we even have an investigation. Well, the Brooklyn Center city manager Kurt Bogane uh, didn't quite agree with him, and he kind of agreed with me. He said, quote, all employees working for the city of Brooklyn Center are entitled to due process with respect to discipline. This employee will receive due process. And that's really all I can say today. The media, again, they press the media are just terrible at this. You're going to you're going to hear some things here. The media pressed him on this, on whether the officer should be fired. And again, he responded. I, I thought he answered the question. Well, he thought he did, too. He said, quote, if I were a, if I were to answer that question, I'd be contradicting what I said a moment ago, which is to say that all employees are entitled to due process. And after that due process, discipline will be determined. If I were to say anything else, I would be contradicting the idea of due process. Guess what? City councilman, council fired him two hours later. Now, one of the city council members said, well, the only reason that she voted to fire him was because uh, she was afraid of she was afraid of retaliation from BLM, from the community, from Antifa. And that is a really, a really important point here. The cowardice of our leaders. This Mike Elliott, you know, he's probably a pretty he sounds like a pretty reasonable guy. He probably doesn't 
think that this gal should be fired until they actually find out what's going on. But he's too much of a coward to actually to actually say that. And he did a town hall on Tuesday and he just let people yell at him. Now, maybe that is a good thing because it allows people to vent their frustrations. But the n- amount of yelling he was taking and just the unreasonableness of the people during the press conference, it was, I, for me, I would, would have been, you know, hey, whoa, slow down a little bit. By the way, the mayor is black. So it's not like he can't sit there and say, hey, I'm on your side here. I understand or I don't understand what you're talking about. Maybe they are exaggerating things. But he took a lot of violence and he just be, he looked more and more, less and less like a leader and more and more like a coward. So he did a, he, he, and he, he showed it. He, his cowardice came with, uh, with action. One of the things the police department had in Brooklyn Center is a thin, uh, thin blue line flag. Now, if you, I'm sure you've seen, you know what the thin blue line flags are. They're basically American flags in grayscale with a thin blue line in the middle. And what they do is it honors the officers that have died while on duty. The mayor got a lot of complaints about that thin blue line flag hanging at the police department. He made the police department take the flag down. That's a good look. Way to support your police department. That flag has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter or anything like that. It just honors fallen police officers and you force them to take it down. Elliot further made an ass out of himself by saying this. Uh, I I don't believe that Officers need to necessarily uh, have weapons, uh, you know, uh, every time they, they're, they're making a, a traffic stop uh, or, or engaged in uh, situations that don't necessarily call for, uh, for weapons. We know that there are other, many other jurisdictions, or even around the world, where uh, that is not, you know, necessarily the case. It's not needed. And so I, you know, I am very much interested in in receiving. Okay, spoken like a guy who sits in an office all day and never has to deal with the dregs of society. Who never has to deal with having a gun pointed at him. Never has has to deal with the drug addict who's armed. By the way, um, and and again, Dwayne Wright, I'm sorry, I don't think, it's going to be very difficult. Uh, Some people are, are excusing this. I don't think he deserved to die. I think this cop has shown just enough incompetence to get her fired and thrown in jail. I think she's going to jail. I think she's going to get convicted. But to sit back and... But Dwayne Wright did have a history of gun, having a gun. This wasn't something you never, you did not know. The police could not know whether or not he had a gun. The reality is on his warrant, and the police did not know about the warrant, about what was the contents of the warrant, but it was for aggravated robbery. It was actually for armed robbery. He had a gun. He held a woman uh, in her apartment. Uh, 
and trying to get $820 out of her. She ended up not having $820, and he escaped, and he was wanted for that. So, but to sit back and think that, hello, what if he, uh, Wright did have a gun? And that's what cops deal with on a daily basis. They don't know what they're walking up to. They could be giving someone like me a ticket who's not going to get, but they don't know whether I'm going to shoot a cop today. And cops today, they're probably more suspicious that they could get shot at any moment because of what's happening. And since this was 10 miles from the George Floyd incident, you know they're already on high uh, guard. So this guy, just absolutely incredible. So we're going to send out unarmed people. Oh, they do it in other places. Yeah, we. they also don't have guns in other places. And, and by the way, they have problems in the places with gun control. Violence is up in Australia, for example. Gun violence is up in Australia. So it's not like, you know, we've got uh, gun-free areas in the world. It's just insane that some guy sitting in an office is going to tell cops how to do their job. So... Here's what we can prepare for. Uh, crime is going to be flourishing in Minneapolis and uh, the outlying areas because you know if this happened in a small town like Brooklyn Center, the surrounding towns of Minneapolis are also going to start, okay, we got to back up, we got to back up, we got to back up. Now, the good news is there's a lot of rioting, but police are arresting people. There's something incredible. The police are actually arresting people. The National Guard has been called. There's been two days of riots. They're not getting better. Tear gas is being used. So they're trying to control the situation, unlike last summer. But Trump was president last summer. Biden's president now. So you, you can actually end the violence. But it's not going away. Then we have some awesome tweets here. One from Rashida Tlaib. And this has started a firestorm. Uh, Rashida Tlaib said, it wasn't an accident. Policing our country is inherently and intentionally racist. Dante Wright was, I, I hope I called him Dante, that's what it is. Dante Wright was met with aggression and violence. I'm done with those who condone government-funded murder. No more policing, incarceration, and militarization. It can't be reformed. What a terrible, terrible, terrible human being that person is. She is just horrid. So we should get rid of policing altogether, huh? And prisons and the military. Because none of it can be reformed because of an accident. This is this is a broad Tlaib who has a military presence around her place of work. She lives in a secure building. She has armed guards. This is an example of a politician that hates her constituents and the citizens of the country. What's my proof? Violent crime is up 30% in all major cities. Over 200% in some cities like Minneapolis, Seattle, Portland. Cities that have already defunded and stopped support of the police are facing these problems. Ironically, she doesn't care that the people who live in those communities don't have armed guards or military standing outside of her their workplaces. She doesn't care what they have to deal with. Ironically, she also wants to take every way that one can defend himself against the scourge that the Democrats, the left, is actually trying to create by taking away guns. 
And of course, the rest of the tribe, the squad or wherever, they started following along with her because Rashida Tlaib on that one tweet got a lot of pushback. And of course, then the uh, the camera-loving Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez had to say something just like it. I don't even read those tweets because it is so patently obvious they just want the attention that there's not even a thing. And of course... It's not even a thing I'm even going to go through. And of course, the big irony is she's a person of color of a Muslim faith that is a rep- that was a voted-in representative for the country of the United States, saying how terrible the country is. Barack Obama had something to say about it. Our hearts are, he tweeted, our hearts are heavy over yet another black shooting of uh, another shooting of a black man, Dante Harris, Dante Wright, at the hands of the police. It's important to conduct a full and transparent investigation, but this is also a reminder how badly we need to reimagine policing and public safety. He said they need a transparent investigation, but he's already condemned the officer in the same sentence. And I also hate the term reimagine. It means get rid of them. It means we need we need to get rid of all policing, tear it down, because it's never worked. This, by the way, these are the leaders. They actually made the laws, make or made the laws, and they never did a damn thing when they were in power. Barack Obama was the president of the United States. He didn't bring this up. He just screams racism. He doesn't actually fix anything. President Biden's comment was probably the most wishy-washy thing I've heard. Listen to this. Briefly on what happened in, uh, in Minnesota last night, uh, we've spoken to the governor and the mayor, spoken to the authorities there, uh, and, uh, and uh, I haven't called uh, Dante Wright's family, but uh, our prayers with their family is really a tragic thing. That happened, we're, and uh, but I think uh, we got to wait and see what the investigation shows, uh, and the entire investigation. You all watched, I assume as I did, the film, which is fairly the body cam, which is fairly uh, fairly graphic. Um, the question is, was it an accident? Was it intentional? That remains to be determined uh, uh, by a full-blown investigation. But in the meantime, I want to make it clear again, there is absolutely no justification, none, for looting, no justification for violence. Peaceful protest, understandable. And the fact is that, you know, we do know that the anger, pain, and trauma that exists in the black community in that environment is real. It's serious and it's consequential. Now, I just want to point something out. This was the most disturbing part of the video. He sounds so freaking old. He sounds so off. He can't get through a sentence without just stumbling all over himself. But he questions whether this was intentional. Again, this is just this is just inflammatory language. Don't question whether it's intentional, just say they got to have the investigation. I'll give them that. And he does call for an investigation and he does call for peace on the streets. 
But it, at the very and by the way, the peace in the streets thing, you know, now the National Guard is over there and everything. They never did this for Trump. The Democratic mayors never did this for Trump. The second Trump got out of office, now they're doing it. So, and by the way, you know, I'm so sorry for those people that have to deal with this crap. But these politicians are getting what they deserve. And hopefully some of these communities who are, for the most part, heavily Democratic can learn that, hey, what are Democrats doing for you? Nothing. They're not even protecting you. The mic is muted. They're not even protecting you. Sorry about that. So this is just, yeah, just so disgusting. But at the end, he also says, uh, blacks are going, we know they're blowing through this. He just doesn't, there's nothing unifying about the message. It is, there needs to be an investigation. It could have been intentional. And yes, we know that blacks are getting shot by white people, which is, which is not true. Okay, don't forget, in 2019, only 240, uh, 234 blacks were killed by police. 234 blacks killed by police out of 300 million confrontations. And that's police confrontations. Almost double, I think double that actually, white people were killed by police. We can't count 2020 too much because 2020 was a bizarre year because of the pandemic so they don't really like to use 2020 as an example he never says anything about the police he never says that the police are good people too that there are good police officers there are bad police officers he just he condemns them basically remember i i don't know i don't know i don't see things getting better our politicians can't seem to get their heads out of their asses and have the balls to say, hey, let's hold up, let's wait, let's see what happens. It seems like this case is pretty clear-cut. This gal is definitely, she's already resigned. She's definitely going to be fired. She's probably going to lose her pension. She's probably going to go to prison. You can pretty much count on all that. But you are not going to go out, you're not going to riot. And if you do, you'll be arrested. Last night, they were rioting, and the police were out there. And, of course, they sat there and watched. They did arrest a bunch of people. They did try to, they did try to go in and um, uh, use tear gas to break it up. My thing would have been, there was a curfew at 6 p or 8 p.m. local time. Then you actually go, go over there, and you arrest all of them. And I guarantee you the next day, nobody will be out in the streets. Of course, where there is rioting because there is no racial equity, you have the media that goes right in. And the media, ugh, they just don't get it. They flame the fire. They refuse to believe that that the riots are actually riots. This is This is an amazing piece. And it really shows what our media, this clip, it's an amazing piece how it shows our media is so trying to make everything into a black and white issue. So the police chief of uh, Brooklyn of Brooklyn Center is talking about how the police are dealing with the riots that are happening. And there are riots. And 500 people were arrested. And the National Guard has been called. They are there now. And 
he's explaining about the riots and they're tell they're telling him well no they're not riots listen to this he has to actually explain to them what is def- what is defined as a riot one final question what was your decision to issue a dispersal order um while they were peacefully protesting in front of the uh, police station what what led to you to issue a dispersal order and then on the back end of that 10-minute dispersal order then to issue out uh, CO2 canisters and gas uh, for the crowd. So, Can you talk to us about yeah, that? just so everybody's clear, I was front and, front and center at the protest, at the at the riot. Um, we did not. There was no riot. There was. There was so, I was. We were being the officers that were putting themselves in harm's way were being pelted with frozen cans of pop. They were being pelt, pelted with concrete blocks. And yes, we had our helmets on. And we had other protection gear, but an officer was injured, hit in the head with a brick. Brick. That was a Hennepin County deputy. He was transported to the hospital. So we had to make decisions. We had to disperse the crowd because we can't allow our officers to be harmed. And I've already answered the question, I believe, about your lighting. I know that's a that's a big deal with you, and I understand that. But I thought I'd explain that myself. So that is, I told you, it's my decision, and that's why I made that decision. Is there another question? Yes, ma'am. How terrible is the media? How terrible? is the media they, they the police are getting assaulted by people and they're trying to make it out like it's a peaceful protest they are all in gear they're getting hit and by the way there's video of it it's not like this is something that's hidden away people are throwing crap at the police officers you can see it they did it the first night they've done it the second night and this guy this police chief, I don't have his name here, but this police chief basically said F it. He, he resigned. He realized he was in a no-win situation. He quit. Elliot had to, the mayor Elliot had to get another police chief. He hired this guy an hour before he had that community outreach conference. Yeah, that worked out really well. And this guy was pelted with all these questions. And he had no answers because, I, I, guys, I was just tired an hour ago. I don't know what's going on yet. I haven't decided anything. CNN is also getting a lot of crap. But they're getting a lot of crap from a really unlikely source. There was a reporter in uh, just outside the riots in Brooklyn Center dur- uh, during a live television broadcast. And she was confronted by just a normal citizen walking around really pissed off. Now, there's a lot of cussing in this, so you may want to turn this down for about a minute so the kids don't have to hear it. Now you can see. Now you can see. You want to talk to me? Do you want to talk to me? Okay, cool. Don't take my mic, but we're cool. Okay. What's your name? What's my name? My name is my name. All right, so tell me what you think about what's going on What I think about this is all the press and all the extra shit y'all do makes this worse you think so yes when we people have... want to protest yeah. they shouldn't do it in front of a fucking police this yeah courthouse shit like that you get what the fuck i'm saying i want you to be careful i want you to be careful i really of do what? of anything that can of hit what? you of anything that can hit you look at of all the stuff what? of this of what of this do it look like i'm scared no you don't do it look you like don't. i'm scared you don't you don't exactly 
Y'all need to get up out of here with all that twisting up the media ass shit. Okay. Real shit. You don't know me, but we're going to get to know each other. That's you're what gonna we're going to do. Gonna get to know each other. Yes, huh? we are. Let's we see. are. We are. How you going to know me? I'm going to talk. I'm going to share yeah, a number with you. All right. Let's do it. No, let's do it right let's here. Let's do it. All right. Here's my, here's my phone. Let's no, go ahead and share my number. Talk about something that's real. Tell me what's real. Needless to say, this gal wanted nothing to do with this conversation because this guy, he really didn't want the news media there because he he said, hey, you're twisting everything. He even told him, hey, you want to see what's going on up there? You go on up there. You go on up there. You see what's happening up there. You see what you guys are causing. You see the violence. He's basically saying that they're just based, they're just the media is lying about what's happening, and that the media is inflaming all the violence that's occurring. This citizen doesn't want the the pro doesn't even want protests by the police station or the courthouse, and he thinks the media is causing it. Fact check, fact check, true. This man wants law and order. It sounds like he supports policing because he probably doesn't commit crimes and he wants to be protected. He wants to be able to go to a store without getting mugged. He wants to be able to go to a store that's going to be open instead of burnt down, just like what's happening in Minneapolis. And he did tell he did tell them to go up. Why don't you go up and take a look at what's happening up there? Well, I probably will bet my left arm CNN did not go up into the middle of the riot. Do you know why? Well, this is also going viral on uh, social media. And it kind of shows the attitude of the people in these riots and what they're actually doing and how vicious they are getting. Yeah, mostly peaceful, huh? Unless you're a white person, then you're probably might be in trouble. I it's such it's such garbage. By the way, do you think unarmed social workers going to be useful here? Do you think any claims of racism from the media for this obvious targeting of white people by black rioters, uh, rioters are going to be brought up? Again, if this was the Proud Boys, do you think the media would cover it? Such garbage. You won't see this video, you won't see this crap on CNN anytime soon. And that's what was bothering that old guy who was sitting back and just trying to live his life. Because he knows what the media is doing. Um, there's another... Uh, clear a case that isn't really as clear-cut as it looked like on video it was definitely bad policing but it was also bad behavior by the driver now there was a there was a i i i have the video if you go to dumbasses talking politics you can actually see the um you can actually see the video so what happened in virginia was an army lieutenant was driving home from work in his brand new suv uh, he had a license for it. 
uh, a license plate for it, but it was a temporary license plate that was inside of his car. The police were driving. It was night. Police were driving. The uh, they lit him up for not having a driver's, uh, not having a license plate. The guy was driving down a road in Virginia that was very dark, and he didn't feel like pulling over to the side. So he continued to drive for about three miles until he got to a gas station, then pulled onto the gas station. Now, before he did this, he turned on his hazard blinkers. That typically is how you signal to a cop, I, I see you're there, um, I'll pull over in a second. And it, of course, if you're a cop and it's a dark area, well, that's what you should know as a cop that this guy probably is not going to pull. I've done that. I've driven a mile or two to get into the light when I've been pulled over at night. And cops usually understand it's never a big deal. Well, these cops really, really, really overreacted. Uh, one of the cops was Hispanic. The uh, lieutenant was is a, a black Hispanic. He's Hispanic too and black. He's half and half. He pulled over and the police completely overdone. They drew their guns on the guy screamed at him to get out of the car, and their behavior was incredible. Now, the Army lieutenant, for whatever reason, decided to start streaming this video. He started filming it and streaming it. Okay. He refused to get out of the car. He kept asking what he did, what he did, what he did. The police officers, with guns drawn, actually told him to get out of the car, he wouldn't get out of the car, but he did stick his hands out the car window. So you could tell he wasn't armed. Well, one of the police officers, who was white, he saw that this guy was not resisting and, you know, he just didn't get out of the car, so he put his gun away. The other cop kept his gun out. And he kept yelling at the guy to get out of the car. And the, and the lieutenant kept asking, what did I do? What did I do? I'm serving in the military. And he kept, the police officer kept screaming. Well, the guy said, you know, I'm scared to get out. And the police officer said, well, you should be. Um, okay. By the way, not a good response from the police officer, who, by the way, was fired. Finally, the, the lieutenant was pulled out of the car, put to the ground. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot this. The police officer, first off, the one who had the gun pulled actually maced him twice. Then pulled him out of the car, put him on the ground, handcuffed him. Eventually, he was de he was detained. He was never under arrest. The police officer in the video actually said, well, you're not under arrest, you're just detained. And eventually, the police officer uh, let him go. He was able to go home. End of story. That's it. Police officer, or the uh, lieutenant filed a report. They looked at the police officer's body cam. They saw his behavior, which was... Com this happened back in December, by the way. This didn't happen last week. This happened in December. The police officer was fired. Well, this lieutenant decided to sue. Now the lieutenant's suing. Now, what's my point of the story? You can have two things at once. You can have bad policing, which is exactly what happened here. Now, I hope the other police officer wasn't fired. Because the white police officer actually didn't actually seem to be following the lead of the Hispanic police officer. 
eventually he put his gun away and he he actually if you look at the video he looks kind of confused like i don't understand what's going on here all right but he never told the other police officer to you know knock it off it's fine but the point is police officers they're they're bad police officers out there that doesn't show a problem with the system it doesn't show racism there are just bad police officers Derek Chauvin, you could question whether he was a good police officer, a bad police officer. A lot of the trial that we're seeing now shows that his policing really didn't have anything to do with it. Maybe he was ill-trained, but he was following police procedure. The gal who shot uh, Dante uh, Wright, that was bad policing. Bad policing. And she should be off the streets. This cop, I think his name was Gutierrez. That was bad policing. He should be pulled off the force. This guy's obviously got some problems. But bad policing does not is not proof of um, is not proof of a systemic problem in the police department. Likewise, bad policing is not even an bad policing is not even an example of bad policing can be. A bad person, I think Gutierrez, he acted very poorly. Um, the training, it could be training, that would be an argument with the Derek Chauvin. And incompetence, that would be an argument with Potter and the shooting of Dante Wright. But none of that equals racism, none of that equals systemic problems. It just means that you've got individual police officers out there who probably shouldn't be police officers, and that's the reform we need. We need to fix the problem. Now, on the other hand, if a police officer pulls you over, guess what? Cooperate. If the police officer asks you to get out of the car, guess what? Get out of the car. If a police officer asks you a question, answer the question. There is a, a video out there that I, I would love to play where a gal was texting on her phone cop pulled her over and um she started talking about how she was a woman and she was scared and all this stuff and the cop's like what does that have to do with you texting I, you know <laughs> this is the garbage when i get pulled over i get nervous in front of a cop too i we're talking about these guys i'm Five foot nothing. These guys are usually the size of Godzilla. They're walking up to your car. They're fully armed. They got billy clubs, tasers, guns, bulletproof vests, and they're huge. What do I do? Put my hands on the wheel. And when the cop talks to me, I talk to him with respect. I may say, well, I didn't think I did that or whatever. I may talk, try and talk my way out of the ticket, but I'm sure as hell not going to jump out of my car and start running and screaming and throwing an absolute hissy fit. It's not going to cut it. So, um, and in all of these instances, Derek Chauvin with, uh, I'm sorry, George Floyd, Dante Wright, and this army lieutenant, all three cases, the, the person in question was not cooperative. I can guarantee you, if that army lieutenant just got out of his car that would have actually and now this is where i think gutierrez was wrong gutierrez did not 
turn down the situation. He he increased the stress level of the situation. That's why that's incompetence, bad policing, and a bad guy. And he should be fired for that. But as a person that you're on the wrong end of a gun, probably the best thing to do is just cooperate, move slow, and the second he that lieutenant got out of the car, it prob- the whole thing probably would have been dropped. Okay, so uh, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com to read the stories. Uh, and um, you can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, YouTube, and Rumble. This is Gene. You've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Mm-hmm.